following podcast may contain strong language. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome to Hallmark of Greatness Last Orders, the podcast where we look back into the films our Hallmark favourite actors and directors would rather forget that they were ever involved with. I'm Joe, and with me for this very special episode, fresh out of accident and emergency after having several bridges fired at him by a drunk and confused James, it's Planty. Oh, bridges! <laughs> That's my mortal enemy. And for the first time ever, he is the host of that F-King show, the inventor of the Trust Me Trousers, and general all-round good egg, it's that F-King guy, Dean. Hello. How are you all today? Uh, it's better till I watch this. Yeah, I was going to say, this has brought me right down. Um, <laughs> if you want to follow us on Twitter... I'd rather enjoy it. Really? <laughs> Because uh, I didn't. Ah, we'll leave that bit. Um, right, uh, this week's film of fun that we've chosen to do for a very special reason that we'll come to at some point um, is... The 2000 masterpiece Dungeons & Dragons. Starring Jeremy Zion and, as it turns out, Thora Birch is in it as well. Uh, oh, I mean, like it's it's bad. Um, Plenty. Do you have a? Did you do a synopsis? I I kind of did. Yeah, I, I half asked it. Yeah, I mean, if you put as much effort into that as they did into making this film, will be a third of the way there. Trevor Dungeon is a Wall Street stockbroker who, upon losing his job, Manhattan apartment, and being left by his waspy fiance Tessa Half Hyphen Ling returns home to his rural family farm to live with his parents. Sadly, the only job vacancy in town is coached to the Tri-Shire's worst little league team, the Danville Dragons. Can he fire them to big game success, or will they end up getting smoked out or something? Go, sports team. I mean, that sounds infinitely better than this. It's not just, it's not just major league. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it might have been Ladybugs. Oh, it's one I of them, don't yeah. Get the um, respect. Stop right. Can we do a show on Major League instead, please. <laughs> I mean, I'd have to rewatch it briefly. Um, it's been a while. Uh, the actual synopsis for this, it gives a lot of the plot away. Profion, a tyrant, attempts what? to overthrow a peaceful kingdom ruled by a tough empress. That's it, right? Like with a title like Dungeons and Dragons, you think also magic and swords and st- nope, not the- a tyrant attempts to overthrow a peaceful kingdom. Rule. It sounds like it could be like a world war epic sort of thing. It's just shite, absolute. I didn't get tough from her at all. She's a child. She's about twelve, like, isn't she? At all, yeah, absolutely. I got bored. <laughs> Mainly I mean, bored. Yeah, I told you times two speed. Um, it, it gets you through a lot of problems <laughs> with these films. <laughs> times two this podcast, I would guess. Uh, well, yeah, that yeah. as well. Uh, we open. <laughs> um, we open with uh, some opening narration. Uh, the kingdom of Izmir, which more like Windsmir. And Wait. Savina, the Emperor, and the evil wizard Profion. Uh, I put at this point, this looks shite, even by 2000 standards. <laughs> was it just, I thought it might have just been the fact I was watching it in 360p on YouTube, <laughs> but it looked like PS1 graphics. Uh, yeah, I put I PS2 expected a siphon at a push. filter. 
yeah. some sort. I don't know what a siphon filter is, but I expected one. A load of fogging as the textures pop in. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um, no, even I, I found it in like a higher higher res. It still looks shite. It looks like an episode of Xena that's got out of hand. I think this would look better at a lower resolution. <laughs> On video, maybe. VH. Like On a my... postage stamp in Videx or something. <laughs> On a, a CD-ROM. <laughs> even a Game Boy Advance. <laughs> Uh, I did watch it in 144 because uh, my internet's been shocking and it wouldn't load up properly. So I had to watch it as Lego men ran about and it made it funnier. What, what actually is 144? Like, Lego. Like, is that the it's, lowest possible resolution? It's just yeah. blocks of colour. <laughs> so we used to keeping babies entertained. It's like that bit in Inside Out where they're going through the deleted and they just become one dimensional as they go through. <laughs> um, Jeremy's Iron uh, is the evil wizard Profion, and he's doing some hokum trying to put um, some lightning in a in a pole or some rod or something. Yeah, ca- caressing his shaft, wasn't he? Whoa, I mean, there's a, that was sexy. I've got a lot of give me the rod in here because it says it a lot, <laughs> uh, which, which is fun, but. And apparently this staff, we'll say, because I don't want to, I mean, it's all rude, uh, will enable him to control dragons. Mm-hmm. And to prove this point, they open up a big capstan thing, a dragon comes out, and then they drop the gate on it and it dies. And I was like, what What was that about then? It was a, a literal dragon in a real dungeon. So we've had it all. We've had everything in the first three minutes. End of the movie, please. please yeah, end it would have been better. Uh, the dragon sets a man on fire, though, which I always like. He did, yes. Stunt man on fire. I, I always like it. It's an important thing. Uh, the, the, the dragon gets rancored, doesn't he? Uh, and Jeremy Irons' reaction is as of a man of who has stubbed his toe as opposed <laughs> to a man who has just had to murder a dragon. Uh, well, I, but Jeremy Irons is loving this. Like, he's just, it's pantomime villain levels of just scenery chewing. He's the best thing in it, by a long shot. Yeah. To yeah, be, well, he's certainly up there. Yeah. Nobody else in it. I, I don't think anybody else got, got the memo, did they? <laughs> he's having a ball in it, and he's enjoying it, and he's enjoying it just like he's enjoying his house that it bought. <laughs> I'm assuming Castle. it was... Castle. Oh, yes. Mm. I, I assume yeah. it was for a big paycheck. He done this, or he had a tax bill, or summer. You know, like Nicolas Cage ends up doing like really weird films every so often, just because he's in, bought a in, load of shit in Serbia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's o- he's only allowed to film films in in the former Soviet Republic. Yeah, it's the Michael Caine in Jaws Four thing, isn't it? It's like oh, I haven't Christ, seen film, yeah. but I have seen the house it bought, and it's lovely. Yeah, it's a great line. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The old actors. Did, did anybody pick up on what Je- Jeremy's Irons friend was called? Because I'd written down Derek R. <laughs> I've got oh, Richard Fairbross. Mean... <laughs> I've got him as Minsk. Yeah. <laughs> Cold Richard Fairbross. It's like Right Said Fred mixed with the Kurgan. <laughs> oh, don't do the Kurgan dirty like that. <laughs> He's quite a scary looking dude, just the, just the blue lips. Yeah, he's just... about decapitation. He's got do, do, poor do. circulation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he um... was the non-union Arnold Voshlu. <laughs> it was right. So he then fails with this scepter. The dragon escapes. The dragon bleeds out, and that starts a fire. 
Yeah, dragon blood and water, famously, don't mix. Is that not a Dungeons and Dragons thing? I'm going to defer to you on this because I've only sort of read the very basic parts of what I'm supposed to. Not to my uh, knowledge, so, no. But so is any is... of this, and if it's like relative to Dungeons and Dragons or is it just bollocks? It, it shares it's Dungeons a name. And Dragons. It shares a name with it. Uh, there's a beholder in it later on. Yeah, I see? saw that. Yeah, and somebody says mage at one point. Uh, yeah, they make jokes sentence. about intelligence, you know, things like that. Um, to my knowledge, no, I don't know. I mean, I don't know everything, but I, I don't think dragon's blood spontaneously catches fire because that's massively impractical, isn't it? Trying to, you know, if you're trying to give a dra- dragon. blood transfusion, yeah, the dragon wars. Also, dragons are incredibly rare. Like, but in this film, it's like oh, fucking dragons. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's a beardy old man and a child walking around. Something about she's got a scepter as well. <laughs> yeah, I, I I must have zoned out at this bit because all I because next up I've got Wesley Crusher and that bloke out of Requiem for a Dream that gets racially abused in prison. Uh, so I must have missed that bit. <laughs> yeah, um, Jeremy's iron is trying to get the scepter off her for some reason. Oh, red dragons. She can do the red dragons thing. Oh, she can do the normal dragons and he no, wants to do the red dragons. Yeah, he, he's got to get the scepter for the red dragon. She's got the one that controls the dragons. Mm. And the whole thing is she's in control because she has it and they're limited in what they can do because she has it and she can kill them all. That's what oh, I got from it. And they want to get off her and the whole way he does it is go, oh, we should take it off. And everyone goes, no. He goes, no, we really shouldn't. <laughs> go, okay, then let's do it. The least amount of campaigning for a war we've ever seen really i mean there was some good cgi sort of senate style star wars stuff but on a budget of about eight pounds she she looks like a reject from dune i was gonna put it's it's uh it's yeah it's lydia from um beetlejuice (laughs) if she went to renaissance first that's yeah that's insulting to winona ryder I mean, I'm I'm currently watching the new series of Stranger Things, and uh, they've just have depressed Winona Ryder for everything. That's her role in it now. They've, uh, they've changed now, though. She's she's a little bit manic. Winona Ryder in this series. Oh, I'm a little bit manic, being funny, doing impressions. Winona Ryder. I she can that. do some shoplifting. <laughs> oh, Jesus, she was under great <laughs> mental duress. De- de- Demonising a woman for that, are we? Yeah. Do, do you remember when that was the worst thing that a celebrity could do? Shoplifting. All right, let's keep it light. <laughs> uh, do you remember Gary Glitter? What was that about? <laughs> right, I'm not back to the tell film. You if you don't know. <laughs> don't Google it if you don't know. Uh, or if you do, don't want to do it on a work computer. Omri Katz and one of the Wyans are climbing up to rob a magic school. Yeah? No? I've, it's mm. Disney, Disney Princess Castle, isn't it? They're in Disneyland. I have no to idea. Teach him a lesson. <laughs> I think that was what it was. Just teach him a lesson. We're going to get some expensive stuff, and it's like, okay. I, I genuinely <laughs> no listen idea. I don't home, know. Listen, I cannot see us just shrugging at one another <laughs> at the end of everything we say. There's yeah. just so <laughs> little happening in this film. Yeah. the entire they, way through yeah. it, I, I stopped taking notes. It's like, oh, right, okay. Stuff happens. Yeah. More stuff happens. But for no Imagine reason. Stuff happens. Hmm. Yeah. They get into this tower, they start looting stuff. An old man and a girl are in the next room, and one of them comes in, and then like, oh, I don't fucking know. <laughs> she, uh, she she's a librarian. You can tell because she's got her hair tied up and she's got glasses on. As, even in D and D, she become attractive. Still... If she takes them off and takes her hair out. Not only if there's been a bet on if she can become attractive by the end of the mage school year. 
I mean, she has no pain on her, so <laughs> that's one thing. <laughs> yeah, she like puts some sort of spell on them that holds them in place, uh, and then right said Fred appears and murders the old man, but he throws a scroll at the librarian who then goes through a wormhole with Jerry O'Connell from Sliders, actually, so that's fun. That's right, yeah. yeah. Um, and they end is up... that one Jimmy Olsen? It is Jimmy Olsen, is, yeah. yeah. They, didn't have a, they, did, they didn't have the racist... The, the dwarf they have in this one isn't the racist one out of Indiana Jones, though. Uh, uh, no, in, but I still in, felt hot. Like, the person they got to play the dwarf probably shouldn't be in films. <laughs> <laughs> I'd argue none of them should be in films. I mean, irons, and most of be. them no longer are. I mean, if this, oh yeah, this was the only thing you ever done. That's sad. Um, so yeah, they escape through this thing. They're in a town, but they're wanted now for scroll theft. I guess yeah, they 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 get they get chased into this pile of rubbish with this dwarf who's living in the Fraggle Rock heap creature. You remember the... the you remember Fraggle Rock? Uh, yeah, and uh, then they, they escape through there. And then in the, it's like, cover all of the sewers. And then the next scene, they're out of the sewers, and he's their friend. And Yeah, got, well, he gets his hat friends. shot off, doesn't he? That's how he, he, he befriends them, is that right said Fred shoots his hat off, and then that's automatic. We're pals now, apparently. Fuck knows. Seriously, they're in an inn. I'm going to just blast you. do like a this. neat little spin, spin thing on the floor, like a Mortal Kombat sweep. Yeah. <laughs> Eight weeks he trained for that. Um... <laughs> I think that's the only physical combat he actually had on. It's like, that's quite impressive. Um, really yeah, I think it is. That's the only thing he does. He just gets electrocuted the rest of the time. Yeah, as you do. Uh, he, They go to an inn, uh, and they're arguing about and it turns out this, this parchment is a map that Omri Katz, O'Connell, and the librarian fall into somehow. Because they said the magic words, Eleanor Sola Badara, which I think might be the name of the director's wife or something. I mean, yeah, why not? Uh, the yeah. dwarf eats chicken in a fucking disgusting manner that made me feel ill. It was all stuck to his face. Now, at this point, I was thinking the prancing pony, as you would, because this is only a year before Fellowship of the Ring. The makeup and the monsters and all the props and everything in it make it look worse than Star Wars 77 Cantina scene. <laughs> uh, no, there's that purple guy with a big fanny on his head. Oh, well, we haven't, we haven't quite got to uh, purple Michael Caine just yet. <laughs> but, but when we do, uh, I'll, I'll be sure to take the piss out of him. Um, this, <laughs> this elf turns up at the bar and my... Um, Marlon Wayans goes over to chat her up. Um, and I instantly took a dislike to this character because she looks like the one that breaks up Alan Rickman and Emma Thompson's marriage in Love Actually. So she can fuck <laughs> off. Uh... Oh, was she supposed to be an elf? I've, yeah, again... she's, got, she's got the ears and the short hair. Either that or a romantic pixie dream girl. I'm not sure. I mean, I thought it could have, yeah. Oh, it's bad. It's... <laughs> um, to, so the bad the badans turn up, don't they? And apparently, the best way to 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 start a fight in a bar is just shout "bar fight" and a massive riot will erupt. People just go, oh, "Fucking hell, here's a chance. Let's do it." And there's a fight. Is that the writers of the film going? We don't know how to start a bar fight. Let's just do that. That's... And they left it in there as like, okay, uh, bar fight happens here. And they got to the set, and it's like we haven't written the script. Fuck it. Say I'll bar fight. I'll, I'll fix it in post. <laughs> <laughs> One of the actors actually saw it and went, "Bar fight, okay," and just read the screen direction. 
30 minutes in and we finally get all the exposition, don't we? This is the bit where they're kind of like, and if you follow the map and you do the thing and you get the Eye of Dragon, etc, etc, you'll be able to do the thing with the rod and the... Right, okay, fine. Thanks very much for tell, telling us, not showing us, which is the first thing I was taught at college. Uh, make sure that you show them, don't tell them. Yeah, there's a lot of exposition dumping here. Uh, they need yeah. to get the uh, Eye of the Dragon which is held, held by um, the king of the tramps or the thieves or the gypsies. And the gypsies. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the people of the town, at least. <laughs> um, so, fuck knows. They go to see the king of the thieves and are met by um, non-union Alan Rickman in Galaxy Quest. <laughs> You were only supposed to blow its bloody wings off. Yeah, exactly. By Grabthar's hammer, I wish this film was over. <laughs> uh, and then this is just the same set as the bar set, just slightly yeah. differently put together. And uh, we're and, in. And there's there's a line which just made me cringe, and it was, "If I ain't drinking, you ain't shopping." Uh, because you know, women, women be, be shopping. shopping, mages be shopping. <laughs> uh, they go in and meet the the king of the uh, the, the thieves, and uh, mm -hmm. who would that be? It's Riff Raff. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's That's uh, it. <laughs> it's the world famous Richard O'Brien, who is also in this film for some mm. reason. I'm assuming tax reasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't declare what he got paid for Dark City. <laughs> that was the problem. Ooh, I've not seen that in a while. Uh, Much better film. I mean, having my head put into a garbage disposal is better than this. Uh, he is king of the thieves and says, oh, if you want this gem, it's in the centre of my... Trap assault maze. course. I've got yeah. a maze. Yeah, yeah. It's not really a maze. It's, maze. Just, it's yeah. just three bits, isn't it? It's four rooms. It's four rooms interconnected with some traps in each room. The Aztec zone, <laughs> the industrial zone. Well, yeah. <laughs> Did Is it future zone? Yeah, uh, that bit one on a ship when it became uh, Ed, got, Ed Tudor Pole. They got rid of the industrial zone and replaced it with the ocean yeah. zone when it was. I was going to say it would have been funnier if Richard O'Brien later on was replaced with Ed Tudor Pole and nobody told them like, <laughs> same character but just different actor <laughs> that would have been fantastic there's there was a bit here right I, I and it was only because i'd got to make i'd got to make a drink and i came back and i thought i'd missed something key and critical of course so i took it back but what i hadn't realized i'd taken it back to the same to the same scene where they're talking about the shopping and i don't know if you spotted it but marlon wayans has got this stuffed cat uh, that he gets from a market stall that looks like Stufa from the Harry Hill show. <laughs> Remember the? Yeah, yeah. Oh, hello, Mr. Harry. It's me, Stufa. <laughs> I mean, this. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping in the facts there was something about like why this film was made because I, I was under the impression this was supposed to start like a whole. There's two sequels to it. I know that. Um, I oh, think it was man. supposed to start. I'm off like, all week. I, I, I could just do that. <laughs> I, think the, I think the other two were oh, made for, for TV. Yeah. If you're going to do that, watch the cartoon. That's at least good. The Dungeons and Dragons cartoon. Um, yeah, I guess so. Uh, it's got a good theme tune. So they send... Um, he's called Ridley, I found out as well. Your, your, your Omri Katz, Jerry O'Connell fella. Oh, I written Randall. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> It'd have been better if it was, right? <laughs> 
random park. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck all this. Let's go get some meat. Yeah, he's just not bothered. Uh, yeah, he has to go through this assault course. Um, the first bit is some swinging choppers who were. Oh yeah, yeah, and he does a uh, he does a good job. There's these two blokes. Uh, I I bet you he's dead in forty seconds. I bet you fifteen. Yeah. Um, and uh, and he jumps on these things very nimble and nimble little Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> um, yeah, he gets through. Jimmy little... should have tried to pull out the harmonica at this point. <laughs> I would have welcomed it so much, but no, he's just laying around on a big gold cushion, uh, uh... calling on his mummy. <laughs> um, uh, what was it? Um, yeah. Um, so it's the, it's the big choppers, um, yeah. and then it's then the like eye room, the eye where, fire. Yeah, which it turns out you could just leg it down that room. Yeah, because that's what he does in the end, isn't it? He just legs it, and it's and it's not even uh, this. This is this is gonna sound like I don't understand how temperatures work. It's not even Bernie fire. It's not even like you know blue fire, is it, or white fire? It's just a fucking like you get at the at a sporting event when they come running yes. out. It's pyro, yeah. He could just run through that, barely getting anything. Exactly. Which is what he does. The running man, it ain't. He yeah. runs out of time because the wall starts moving behind him in class trap format. He does a cool dive through the thing. Doesn't leave his hat behind, which would have been fun. Um, and there's then there's like another room where some other fucking trap happens. I don't know. It's falling on him. It's coming coming down on him. And he notices this this glass sands of time and he smashes it. And because you, if, if you break a clock, actually time just stops. That's how it works in reality. Just so you oh, know, lads. Really? All right. I'll yeah, go, go and break all the clocks in your house and you'll never age. Stop all the clock. Um, <laughs> fuck it, yeah. Uh, and then and Jimmy he wins picks up his crystal. Yeah, he gets his crystal. That's five <laughs> seconds of time in the crystal dome. Um, <laughs> but his other party members have been locked in, so he's got to fire them out. <sighs> yeah, he got right. And then like Richard O'Brien's like, give me that thing that I put in there because it's mine. And he's like, no, I've just won it. That was the point of the assault course, wasn't it? Then right said Fred shows up. Um, Richard O'Brien goes, who are you? Do you know who I am? <laughs> this, is this is absolute <laughs> fucking garbage of the highest order. Um, they have a fight. Um, more fighting ensues. They escape um, somehow. I don't know. Fucking... Uh, I don't know. Listen, he set the map on fire. And so if you want to see the map again, you can. You have to let me through. And they let him through. Then they have the fight. And... They do the whole thing of kicking the stuff around the floor while there's a fight going on. Okay. Comedy. <laughs> comedy. Oh, I think my, yeah, my notes actually say the jokes in this are not even funny. That's the thing. It feels like it was yeah, written by his dad. Uh, it's the next thing, TV no, type jokes. Yeah, yeah but this is like there's blood in this. Like there's death. Uh, then my next notes are just CGI Beholder from a PlayStation 2 game. Because <laughs> I don't know what happens here. A beholder that's really easily confused when you just throw a rock past it. Yeah, well, that's not true either. Um, yeah, they have to go to the castle for some reason. Um... So they're saving, they're saving her, the mage who doesn't have a name, um, and they are trying to get back the map. She's so Jimmy Olsen goes to save Aqua Marina. And he goes to uh, to get the map. Now right. it's, it's called snails. Fucking yeah. snails. It's the worst name ever. <laughs> uh, do you know that snails' anuses are on their foreheads? That's a fun fact. Oh, <laughs> shitting, shitting on their faces all the time. Uh, apparently so. Interesting. Again, still preferable to watching this. Correct. Yes. Snails falls into a rug made of marshmallow fluff. Oh, I've put a carpet made of ah, boy. Saves him. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, and right said Fred comes in, saves him. They have a, like a shit fight. Um, how Wayans is supposed to be a thief, but he's terrible at thieving mm. and he's not like nimble or anything. He falls over. Uh, they fight out on. Maybe he's only roof. level. <laughs> Possibly is just like, yeah. Uh, they fight out onto the roof. Uh, they have him and right said Fred have a fight. Um, Omri Katz and Aquamarina come out just in time to see him be murdered and yeeted off the top of this building. Yeah, and the music at this point is the worst Imperial March knockoff I think I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm amazed they actually did this though. It's like such a light, fluffy, stupid film, and they go for like humor and they suddenly kill off the comic relief. Um, I... it's a brave move. Yeah, but he wasn't very funny, so... <laughs> He's, a He's trying, at least. <laughs> He's trying very hard. But yeah, they do that, and then they have Jimmy Olsen's Oscar scene. Yeah. <laughs> no! <laughs> it feels like that should have flashed up at the bottom, yeah. <laughs> For your consideration. Uh, right said Fred comes towards him, and they escape into another fucking wormhole. Uh, and just yeah. leave snails to be eaten by wolves or like yeah. badgers or whatever. It, but, but you don't need to worry about it because it wasn't really him. It was a dummy of Marlon Wayans that they threw <laughs> off a cliff. I mean, I That's wouldn't have heard it. Their wolves don't eat dummies. Um, what, you missed out the fact that Aquamarina uh, magic missiles Derek R <laughs> before she does that. He gets proper magic missiles. Oh, yeah. He thought he gets hit by purple stuff and falls over briefly. Um yeah, and... Did, have we, we've missed the fact that at some point earlier on, he got um, Wrath of Khan in his ears, didn't he? With the oh, yeah, there's that weird shit that, that goes into his head. his ears and does the... Yeah, does, yeah. What, I have no idea what was going on there at all. That's never explained. It um, didn't actually no, come back either, because how... it's, like, it's supposed to be he's unwilling to do it. Yeah. He's sort of, I'm, a work, I'm a subject of the Emperor or Empress, and I want to protect her, but he's making me do it. And you think there's going to be like a reprieve at the end. But, nope. Uh, Again, a lot of stuff in this doesn't pay <laughs> off. Uh, yeah, because that's how he gets the information out of her, isn't it? Is that he sticks his uh, his brain dicks in her ears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lovely. But you want in a kid's film. Bit dodgy. Well, I mean, it, I fuck knows. Uh, also, Omri Katz has been stabbed at this point as well. Uh, but then, like, not just, he didn't just murder him straight off. There's always this gloating, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so he escapes and he gets healed. And I'm like, is that Tom fucking Baker? Yeah. Uh, yes, yes, it was. The only other bright, bright spot in this film, other than Richard O'Brien, is Tom Baker, and he's not even in it. Three yeah, lines. Three lines in the I am uh, magic is part of the elves. Bye. <laughs> that's it. Can I catch yeah, my check now, it. please? Yeah. <laughs> it's a dodgy little... casting, isn't it? It's gotta be. Ever since the Little Britain money dried up, yeah, it's it's been hard for Tom. <laughs> There's a bit here where Thora, Thora Birch is, is again having another Senate conversation, and it looks like her dresses and lines are ones that weren't good enough for last year's Phantom Menace. It, it, <laughs> it just it's an absolute disaster. She's got this stuff coming out of her hair and all this kind of stuff. I've just really wanted them to get to the bit where she locks Lawrence Fox in a wartime bunker and Kira Knightley shits herself to death. Oh no, that was that was a different Thora Birch film. Uh, yes, um, yeah, she's got like a gold trident, gold foam trident up her back for some reason. It's oh, it's a mess. Oh, this is the um, the elf lady from before is there with incredibly um, titty armor on. She's got like metal bra on the chest plate. It yeah. looked yeah. She's got to fold them into that, I guess. Um, then a lot of other shit happens. Like Marina and Thingy do some kissing. 
because they're friends now. They're watched by this textualist thing that looks like shit. It looked like it looked like the the metal that the T two thousands made out of. Oh, uh, I think that's supposed to be right. Said Fred's like familiar or something. Right. Okay. Because they always know what's going on when that's about. Yeah. Because I think he pushed snails into the gloy. So I mean, that's the same. Oh, right. Okay. I didn't spot that. (laughs) Fuck knows. Does it matter? Right. Uh, they go to this fucking cave um, where this scepter to control the dragons is. Um, he puts the eye into like an incredibly paper mache looking dragon, and then it goes all cave of wonders. Yeah, um, yeah. he slides down the set from the Goonies. You know the little slide in the Goonies. He's in that as well. Um, then there's this this thing, this monster. Why do you disturb the rot of several? Who are you? Well, I'm fucking several, of course. It's yeah, pretty much a, the line. I'm a skeleton. This is my rot. Yeah, that was pretty good. I like the skeleton because it was a practical special effect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at this point, though, Thora Birch has decided to attack the city. Or yeah, just, I don't know. Just, just, just where Profin lives. All the nasty wizards. Yeah. Because uh, he's got with, a gang of them now, hasn't he? He's got a crew together. Yeah. They're all finger clicking. Uh, <laughs> so they're attacking that and then they're firing fireballs at them. And then they run out of fireballs. So they just start using harpoons, which I would have led yep. with that. But okay. Uh, and then he sends a he 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 gets her attacked by some skeleton ghost, which uh which ends up buggering her. Yes. <laughs> wasn't nice at all. wasn't wasn't appreciated. But meanwhile, back in the awesome throne room, he has this rod of dragon control. He comes out right, said Fred's there. He's got Aquamarina, and he's like, "Give me the rod, or I'll fuck her up." And he's like, "Yeah, okay, here's the rod." And he's like, "Peace, right? I'm gonna takes it back to Jeremy's Irons, who now summons red dragons yeah. fight." like fucking rain of fire um <laughs> a better film infinitely better film um thora birch decides to put on like some gold chain mail headpiece flies around on a dragon for no reason just so she could get involved i think you know um and is, is targeted I by that's the worst cgi of the film is when she's on the back of the dragon well she goes fire and there's a lot like of that. bad cgi yeah. yeah yeah there's a lot of bad cgi in the film but that is the worst it's, oh, yeah. Um, they all somehow manage to appear on this fucking tower. Like everyone shows up. Booby dwarf, uh, sorry, booby elf lady, the dwarf who has done nothing in this film and does nothing mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Jeremy Irons electrocutes them all. Um, they have a bit of a fight. Jeremy Irons gets a trident from somewhere, and they have. Uh, yeah, he's then going to kill someone. Oh well, Jimmy Olsen gets the magic sword from the elf. Yeah. Um, and Jennifer then fully. Yeah. Don't worry about it. No one. They weren't. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then he gets a red dragon to eat Jeremy Irons, and then it like ends. That's the battle. The yeah, and, and I was the film. I was no less disappointed by the kind of the the post kind of sequence, which was they they stood at Snails's grave, and for some reason Wesley's dressed as the Fonz. I'm not entirely <laughs> sure. It looks like he's he's out of mud or something. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, and he's like, right, well, I guess, I don't know. Oh, he smashes the fucking rod, though, doesn't he? Like, yeah. Therefore making he the whole... Need it anymore. He need it anymore. Therefore making the whole sort of bit of the film sort of redundant. The whole mm-hmm. quest for the rod, and then you get it and you just smash it on the floor. It's a, it's a bit of a letdown, isn't it? 
He puts the ruby on the grave, and that's the quest I want. Go into a non-haunted graveyard and take a priceless jewel from a grave which isn't being guarded by anybody. Sounds like I mean, a piece of piss, doesn't it? Let's do that. In D&D on, gadget, world, you know yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put some of that on. Um, <laughs> fucking easy, then. This, this is where you find out, uh, come on, we've got to go. You're about to be knighted. Wait a second, he's getting knighted dressed as a BDSM Danny Zuko. <laughs> that's the... Uh, it's the leather daddy guard, yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden the, the, the ruby lights up And for some reason The name goes off of the grave Snails And uh, Busty Busty McElpherson Turns to him and says It's okay He's waiting for you um, Now it's time to use your gift And then they fuck off as sprites or something And they're, yeah. they're gone Like F-Zero or something Don't worry about it Because I at this point I was completely checked out I, was, I have no idea what this end sequence was about So were they all dead? Was it a Jacob's Ladder style situation from the start? <laughs> Fuck no. Uh, that's it. Experience the map. I, I don't know. I, it sounded like I've checked out halfway through this episode. That's how long I lasted in the film. Yeah, I, I mean, I got it, halfway through and it's like I stopped taking notes and it's yeah, okay. It felt like it would have been fun to do, but it's just so bad. We could have done any other sort of sword and sorcery film. And it would have been infinite. But would it have been fun to do? Because it's just standing in front of a fucking green screen. No, it's like Marvel movies. They can't be fun to do. Just stand in front of a fucking green screen. No, I'm talking good stuff. Yeah, with a tennis ball. Like Beastmaster. Oh, All right, a Beastmaster's great. Previous yeah. episode of my podcast. Oh, well, you've already done it. Yeah, that's why I didn't. But yeah, this, <laughs> this, 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 this feels oh, it's like mince. It's just, it's just, yeah, it's just, it's, it's an afterthought. Uh, I I'm I, I'm not even going to rate this. This this gets no rating. This because I, I I can't even give it one. I'll give it one for fucking Jeremy's Iron as Jafar it's a dare. from Aladdin. I think it was just a dare. <laughs> well, apparently it was to pay for his fucking castle. So <laughs> he's he's done all right out of it. Uh, I mean, if you want to give it a rating, feel free. But I wouldn't. <laughs> Yeah, I would give it uh, 45 seconds in the Crystal Dome, which will equate to you getting um, equate to you getting 150 gold, but 720 silver. So you fucked. Get out. You just get a crystal. <laughs> no, uh, no, no, no. Yeah, no Jeep, no Jeep trekking day for you. <laughs> They were shit prizes, weren't they? On the Christmas they were day. awful prizes. Yeah, I think the prize was the uh, the the friends we made along the way. Yeah, because except weren't... for the friend that got locked in and we never released. No, because like, now it's people that work together. But back then, I think it was just random people put yeah. together. So you'd be like, okay, you're on a skydive. I don't want to spend any more time with these fucking people. No, you all got a different one. You got a different thing each. So Trevor, the accountant, got uh, uh, got the chance to shoot uh, to. <laughs> shoot endangered species <laughs> while Helen the account this is what he's always wanted got, yeah. <laughs> I mean Dean maybe want to rate it or just like cast it into the fires of the seven layers of hell that sounds about right I mean I like bad movies but no I couldn't no I can't recommend this to anybody no it's minus stars I said that thing it's not a bad movie it's a terrible movie if that makes sense mm. Like there's nothing. It's not like you can even it. watch it and laugh at. Yeah, you can't even laugh at the, how bad it is. Yeah. Like you said, it started. It's, it's like a '90s fantasy TV show. Yeah. Except it's got probably twice the budget, three times the budget. I mean, if it had a budget. <laughs> um, <laughs> fucking hell. Flappy facts. 
Paul. Yeah, I've got forty-five million pounds. This budget. <laughs> what on? What did they spend it on, Mister Video? I don't understand. <laughs> uh, how much does a castle go for nowadays? <laughs> Uh, I don't know, uh, but yeah, so 45 million it, it costs to make in, in dollars. Any guesses what it grossed domestically? So that's US and Canada only combined. 25 quid. <laughs> ah, I'm going to guess somewhere about 10, 10 million. 15 mil. And it made 38 mil total worldwide. So it didn't make its money back. And I assume nobody was going out to buy the DVD for this. No. Does it even have a DVD? Has it made it that far? <laughs> Possibly not. They've all been pulped. <laughs> Alan Partridge's book. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so like safe to say, porridge. director Courtney Solomon had the last laugh. <laughs> um, so, yeah, director Courtney Solomon, it was his first film. Uh, strangely enough, not his last one. I was quite surprised by it. Uh, he acquired the exclusive rights from Ta Tactical Studies Rules, who owned the rights to, uh, to, to make it into a film. In 1990, when he was 19, it took him 10 years to raise the funds to make film. He's made a lot of made-for-streaming trash since, including uh, that Sylvester Stallone movie, Bullet to the Head, or whatever it's called. Oh, really? Yeah, that's... Well, yeah, but he's, he produces now. He doesn't direct. And in fact, he had no intention of, of directing this anyway. He was only ever going to produce it. Um, but the, the head of TSR, Lorraine Williams, vetoed every one of his choices, one of which was legendary Oscar-winning... Uh, director francis ford coppola wow that's the bullet there isn't it was this the case of like he picked up the ip when he was young and it's like a really good business move mm -hmm. and you could just sell it on yeah that's right than, yeah that's exactly what you should do yeah uh I'm, um, I'm just looking at his imdb now uh there is a 2023 dungeons and dragons film in production that he is producing well because he owns the rights i assume and a red sonja this film. could this could what yeah what do you do if you like a woman I grab her and I take her. <laughs> oh. Great. Great. Oh, and he, he was also the producer on all of the Universal Soldier films that weren't the good one. The, the, yeah, yeah, I did spot that. Did spot that. Um, <laughs> I mean. As far as actors in this, we've of course already covered uh, Justin Whalen, who was Jimmy Olsen, um, and we've covered Snails Marlon Wayans. Uh, Jimmy Olsen, by the way, uh, in the 1990s New Adventures of Superman. Like Dean Kane, he's not been seen since 2009. I assumed it was because he was dead, but apparently not. He's just stopped acting. Uh, isn't Dean Kane a bit of a problem nowadays? I mean, he looks it, doesn't he? He yeah. looks like he could be. I'm fairly sure him and Kevin Sorbo were both very uh, that, oh, side, that side of the of the fence. Yeah. What you what you're saying is we we just need Zena for a full house. Oh no, Zena's lovely. No, Zena's Zena's great. Zena oh, slags right. him off online. Oh, yeah. Good girl, good girl. <laughs> um, the dwarf character who who isn't in it was an actor called Lee Arenberg. The only thing I know him from that's not this is he's the hello poppet pirate from those Pirates of the Caribbean films. Ah, yes. Yes, Mackenzie Crooks, mate. Yeah, yeah. Who yeah. gets upset when he, uh, he he puts his doubloons in some jelly? Uh, <laughs> as I recall. Uh, there's a line. There's a line about the dwarf not liking horses, right? And he says, "Oh, dwarves don't like horses." And I was, like, how can that be proven? So I looked it up, uh, and it, it's true, or as true as it can be with a fictional thing. From the Fellowship of the Ring, no dwarf would ever mount a horse willingly. Hello. Nor did any ever harbour animals, not even dogs. Because if they'd had dogs, they might have known about the, all the stuff that was coming to get them in Moria, I think. Yeah, but... Mm, early warning system. They don't though, do they? That's the thing. 
Well, they live wherever you feed them, I assume. Yeah, I mean, it's fictional worlds, isn't it? So I think we're... That's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Tom Baker, I assume, was paid for his three hours worth of work in this film. Uh, what I can tell you about Tom Baker is he was a monk uh, from the ages of 15 to 21. And in his autobiography, which is a lot of fun, by the way, he talks about wondering what all the other monks' cocks look like under their cassocks. <laughs> See, you don't get these kind of facts anywhere else. <laughs> Apparently not. Um, dragons, of course, are, are not real, sadly. But you can buy bearded dragons, or Pagona, as the genus is called. And this, this is a James. This is a James fact. I've, I've done this in honour of our of our missing comrade. Uh, you know, l- loving it in the med. Um, so, um, bearded dragons, a uh, hundred quid each at petsforhomes.co.uk. Sounds a bit dodgy, but so mm. what? So, for the forty-five million that this costs, you could buy forty-five hundred thousand bearded dragons, which would surely fuck up Jeremy Irons. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Isn't it like that thing of, like, there are only 40,000 cats in Scotland or something? One of those, you know, spurious <laughs> facts that everyone in Ireland would have to fight a, a kangaroo to death or something. It's a fact. It's a thing. Is that not the Katie Malia song? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's spurious. 45,000 cats in Scotland. I can't remember the thing. I'm tired. I have to sit through this because film three times. There were five million bicycles in Beijing. It's a fact. It's a thing, and it's not. It's not it's a not. fact. It's not it's a that, thing. It's been disproven a number it's of times. Wobble it's lies guy, from a yeah. <laughs> lies from a woman who played a gig under the sea. That's what, what? it is. What? <laughs> Do you not know? Katie Malua was the first person to play a gig under the sea. No, Sebastian the Crab was. <laughs> <laughs> no, but a real person. They leave her under there. We've not heard about since. Had. Yeah, she's in one of these domes under the sea. Why? Decompr- still decompressing to this day. I just because look, your scientists were so preoccupied with whether they could, <laughs> they never stopped. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, the last yeah. thing I saw her in was um, Joe Grindhouse. Yeah, all the yeah. fake trailers. She's in the Edgar Wright one. Is she really? She's in the yeah. Don't. Yeah, she's Don't. in that. It's the last Is time I heard she? her name. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna have to watch that again. Mm-hmm. What? Just that trailer? Yeah, or just yeah, just that one. Yeah, the, the she other escaped the good. bubble then. <laughs> Tried to trap her in, in an aquatic <laughs> prison. She was too wily. <laughs> Ursula the Sea Witch is still searching for her. I oh. wish they'd. Uh, I wish they'd given her legs, but taken her fucking. That was going to say, yeah. Oh. So this film, uh, this is no game, to doy. Oh, was that the strap um, line? <laughs> yeah, uh, adventure hinges on more than just the throw of a dice. Jesus, adventure will never be the same. No, certainly it will be worse. The game has just begun. Wait a minute, you said it wasn't a game. If you don't know the rules of the game, the game has not begun. <laughs> you must learn the rules because it isn't a game. It... That's absolutely right. God, I wish we were watching that uh, that, that movie, The Game, instead. That's, oh, that's a lot better, isn't it? Clown, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is that not um, FX? FX2, The Deadly Art of Illusion? No, the Michael That's got a spooky one. clown right there. No, Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas, sorry, yeah. Sean Penn's his brother. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Before he got all the yeah, all the weirdness. I mean this is and the throat cover the worst the episode we've anyway, ever done. Yes. <laughs> and not just because of the film. No, no, the, the film doesn't help. It's just like I can like <laughs> the, the apathy oozing off everyone is is <laughs> It's just, yeah, it was like, just, I'm sorry. I'm very sorry that we picked this. Please come back, James, please. No, he's not. He's uh, he's, he's in prison for bridge-related crimes. <laughs> you know, like when Mike tries to steal that tank to invade Paris, James has been <laughs> in the Italian military trying to fire bridges at them. <sighs> in Torino. 
He's trying to take down the Leaning Tower. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, um, mm. reviews and that. Like, uh, one out of ten. Don't waste your time by Dream Demon. As an avid D and D role player and obsessed fan, I couldn't wait for this movie to come out. Expecting Lord of the Rings, I was hoping to find a fantasy prelude in D and D the movie. I had to see it twice. I mean, no. First time, I couldn't believe how bad it was. I thought I had missed something, but it turns out the makers of this film missed a lot. They missed the D and D part. This movie makes a mockery of the game and any plot imaginable. There is no acting. Well, there is. They're acting. They're not really in a... Mm. Uh, no plot. The spirit of D&D is completely trashed. One of the worst parts is the Wyans guy who plays a Brooklyn rogue wannabe, which is pointlessly killed in the middle of the movie. The characters are hardly believable, not to mention the entire action and party. What? Okay. A dwarf that barely has a role. A cute drow. Oh, she's supposed to be a drow. Okay which also has no point in being there. The movie barely adds up to one out of ten, and that's only because the dragon fight at the end is almost nice to watch. Oh, dear. Um, I, I, I mean, the only tens out of tens I could find for this were sarcastic ones. Um, mm. So, and finally, just because it's got a fun name, Why Does God Hate Me? by Stephen King Cook, <laughs> uh, as in Cookhold. Why can't I give this a zero out of ten? I can honestly say that this is without a doubt one of the biggest pieces of crap I've ever witnessed in my entire life. The cast for a start. I know. Let's get Jimmy from the new adventures of Superman to play a lead role. Wrong. Oh, you know who's really funny? <laughs> Marlon Wyans. Wrong. I think the biggest injustice in this film is the ruining of Jeremy Irons' career. Did it though? Did it ruin his career? <laughs> Jesus. I literally felt it being flushed down the toilet while I watched it. I tried to keep watching in all honesty, but I kept vomiting blood from its sheer awfulness. The dwarf disappears. The orcs never attack anyone. There is a big slow guy walking around wearing blue lipstick. Richard O'Brien is forced into a camp-off with the blue lipstick-wearing man. It was far too long. By far too long, I mean it exists in our relative space and time. In one scene, Jeremy... <laughs> In one scene, Jeremy Irons looks as though he's mounting the guy with the blue lipstick. Why, oh why, does this film exist? For those of you who have seen this, I pity you. For those of you who haven't or have considered doing so, save yourself in time and just ingest bleach. It's equally as fun. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. Um, this is literally, yeah, the baddest film we've ever done. Ever. Breaking legs is nothing to this. No. I, I wasn't going to say this, but I, I feel like I feel like the two of you need a little bit of solace. I saw this film at the cinema. Oof. Okay. Now, I say I saw this film at the cinema. Um, I, I was living in Leeds at the time, and there used to be a free bus from town to one of the outside of town um, uh kind of one of these outside of town kind of parks where there was a cinema and various other things and there was a club so I think I absolutely rat assed one one night about 11 o'clock I got on the bus thinking it's the one to the retail park quite close to my home and it was the one to the other side of Leeds retail park uh, with the bus not coming back again till three in the morning so what could I do but go to a midnight showing of this uh, where I promptly fell asleep, probably no more than about 20 minutes in, was woken by the staff just in time to walk, go and get the bus and go on. This was only the second time I've seen it and will be the final time I ever watched. Justifiable. Um, yeah. 
There's a weird thing. There was a club on, a, on an industrial estate. That's a strange thing. Yeah, there's a, there was a couple. Yeah, there was a couple. Uh, places like Millennium and, you know, all names like that. Time. And the, you know, the, two, the early 2000s was a fucking Atlantis. trip. Atlantis. You didn't live yeah. through it. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Mordor. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, what was it? Windsmere, or whatever this one was called. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, that's it. The reason, right... The reason we picked this um, this film to do is because shortly there will be a limited season run of us playing um, a, a, a D&D game for the, mm-hmm. the fun of it. So we thought, we'll watch this. This will help us now. It, 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 it's made <laughs> me hate it more, if that's possible. Yeah, I... <laughs> I hope that what we put together to run on our respective podcasts is going to sound a million times better. It won't be 45 million, but (laughs) I will be changing my name to Jeremy's Iron. (laughs) And I'm changing mine to Thor's Birch. (laughs) I'm just going to be Jimmy. (laughs) Jimmy. We Jimmy Olsen. Oh. (laughs) I mean, thank you for joining us, Dean. Do you want to tell people where they they can find you? Are they still listening? Probably <laughs> not. Point. I'm not. <laughs> no one's listening. Okay, you could find me on totalcultzone.com. So all the links to the podcast are on there. My art is on there. Don't talk about my art a lot. I've done some D&D stuff recently because I'm doing the campaign. I've even wrote a story that might be on there at some point. Uh, yeah, it's got a daily blog on there. A Patreon's on there. You can buy me a coffee. Yep, totalcultzone.com. Everything you need for me is on there. Mark, we know where to find you. You're always here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in conclusion, <laughs> that was 2000s Dungeons and Dragons. I'd say your favourite lines from the film, but I genuinely want to purge this from my brain. So with that, I am going to say goodbye. No! Okay, it's retro console, PS3.